Ahoy and welcome to the Nerds Unknown podcast, season two, episode seven. Holy crap, we've done seven of these already since we since we uh started the season. Holy crap. We had a little bit of a break, but yeah, we did right. have a little bit of a break and there was a lot of crap going on all at once. Um I am your host, Real Capitan, and who you heard right there was the big jug himself, aka Juggy. Juggy Love. Is that what we're going to start calling you, Juggy Love? Like, Juggy no, love. fuck no. Fuck no. <laughs> uh, I'm going to do it now. You're, you're going to come into a party like, Juggy Love. Don't you fucking dare. <laughs> no, I'm going to make it a thing. Hey, yeah. I, made, I made Wufasa a thing with Hunter. Don't don't, don't start it. <laughs> oh, Wufasa is a thing. Don't Juggy Love now. <laughs> Put this one kid at work calls, man. I'm going to punch him in the fucking eye. <laughs> I mean, I guess that would be better than Juggy Licious, though. Yeah, yeah no, <laughs> not, not that either. <laughs> Oh goodness! And we got Will the Jester being quiet, kid at the lunch table in the background. Oh, well, because all I want to do is you know have some fun. So and play Kingdom Hearts, Spite, Xbox. Anthem. No, I was actually singing a song, but <laughs> yeah, I was I was sticking it. that in the back of my head. I was like, oh, I know, <laughs> I, know I, I know he did the thing, but I had I had to I had to go to the pillars of Will for a second. I got a feeling. I'm not the only one. Yep, I heard it on my way home last night from work. I'm like, oh my god! I heard that on the radio with Stacy when we were in the car the other day, and I was just like, why? Santa Santa Monica Boulevard. Yep. Well, no, because Stacy has the 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 satellite radio, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So you just hear the randomest shit ever on satellite radio, just because you know they don't have to conform to the playing the latest and greatest and you know teeny bopper pop kind of thing, you know. So yeah, it gets kind of it gets kind of rough sometimes, but uh, but yeah, guys. So a uh, little bit uh, a little bit of uh, everything's kind of come to the game front, especially. So that's going to be what we're going to be talking about in the topic here. Uh, but let's go ahead and let's uh, jump into some news here, kind of talk about that. There's actually some new releases this week, um, which is kind of like one of those like it's January what. Um, you know, and then there's other DLC and stuff that we don't really cover because it's kind of hard to keep track of all the DLC and the add-ons and everything that gets added. Mm. But, and then we're going to be talking about that topic. That topic is going to be interesting because that's going to, it's, it makes me sad. It makes me happy and it makes me upset all at the same time. It's just like, I want to cry, but I'm happy, but I'm, I'm sad because we're not getting things. So, uh, but Hey, a uh, little bit of a heartwarming, uh, news story here to get started. So a dad, a dad's daughter one has a Nintendo Switch. She wanted to play Zelda Breath of the Wild. Um, Rory Steele was the dad. Um, he is the head of Jersey Digital Academy. And he was saying something about uh, meeting the needs of gamers with limited mobility. Um, so he came up with a plan that that took the Nintendo Switch, um, Joy-Cons and an Xbox adapted controller. Um, so he bought the parts from eBay and he bought the Xbox adapted controller. Um, he then modded the thing. If you guys haven't checked this out, all the news outlets have kind of uh, covered it. All the gaming news outlets. Um, but he essentially created his own. It looks like kind of like it's like a weird hybrid of like a fight stick with a bunch of buttons and stuff around the edges. And he made it to where his daughter can be able to play um zelda breath of the wild and it's got like green and blue buttons and it's got two green and it's got a green and blue joystick and just her reaction um on from his twitter if you guys want to check it out jersey it guy is his twitter tag 
um, is just freaking priceless. Like it as a parent, it makes me like all warm and fuzzy inside because it's like, look, man, that guy did something for his daughter and she appreciates it and she loves it so much. Um, you know, the Xbox adaptive controller was named the most innovative piece of tech in 2018. And it's really gone above and beyond to help uh, gamers with like limited mobility or, you know, handicaps and disabilities and things like that be able to jump into games. And this he just took it a step above and beyond, you know. And I don't know, like it's it's been crazy um, since he did it. He was approached by Microsoft and Logitech to help them um, give them ideas for a 2.0 version of his custom controller that could make its way to see to help other gamers play. So it's actually really cool. Did you have you guys checked it out? I checked it out earlier. It looks, it looks pretty cool. It's it's definitely an awesome thing for a father to be able to do for uh, his child. Yeah, I didn't get a chance to check it out as much, but like I read like a little bit of it, and that that's just so fucking cool. Like you know, everyone knows on you know that I'm an Xbox guy, whatever. I have all consoles, but what Xbox is doing and designing that a controller is phenomenal and. It's so cool to see people make different innovations of it to help out their kid, their spouse, their significant significant other, you know, and it's just so amazing. And, you know, props to Logitech and Microsoft for, you know, make giving him the chance to help out for, you know, part or like version two of it. And it's, you know, it's very good. And and I just think the adaptive controller is probably the best like invention so far because it's 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 very awesome it's very heartwarming to see all that stuff happen yeah no i I mean that that's really crazy and for logitech and microsoft to get in touch with him to try and see what they can do to help to help make another version of that controller probably a little bit more of a fine-tuned you know kind of more like retail kind of controller it was actually really cool because, you know, not it's not every day that, you know, big companies like that approach approach the little guy and be like, hey, I like what you did with that. Yeah. It's usually whenever the little, little guy gets approached by one of the big companies, they're like, hey, stop that. You know, <laughs> Nintendo and their cease, to, cease and desist letters for everything. Man, it's it's kind of crazy. But um, uh, I don't know. Going with uh, the next bit of news here, Valve with their fear of threes. If there was going to be a Left 4 Dead 3, apparently it hasn't been in development for many, many years, according to Valve. Um, there's been lots of leaks and rumors and all kinds of, uh, you know, kind of like hints or like listings and different things that have been going on within the last couple of years or so for Left 4 Dead 3. Um, and Valve says, we've seen rumors to this effect for the last couple of months. We did briefly explore some Left 4 Dead next gen opportunities a few years ago. We are, but we are absolutely not working on anything Left 4 Dead related right now and haven't for years. Um, you know, and it's clear some people are having fun creating misinformation to spin up the community and other outlets. Unfortunately, for now, a new Left 4 Dead game is not something we're currently working on. Um, and then just, just, just uh, follows uh, uptick in the rumors, like I said, um, from YouTube channel like uh, Valve News Network claiming to have leaked Left 4 Dead 3 screenshots. An HTC representative from China published a recent talk that they gave on VR, including a mention of Left 4 Dead 3. Um, however, people are just 
not wanting to uh, kind of let it die, so to speak, or leave it for dead, you know? Ha, 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 ha. All right. So then uh, a little bit in the inter- in uh, the entertainment space, uh, Japan is celebrating 40 years of Gundam with a huge version of a moving Gundam. That's dope. Uh, uh, it's going to be roughly 18 meters high. And it's set to open to the public this year to celebrate the 40th anniversary of the Mobile Suit Gundam series. Um, and it's going to be in a dock, I guess, from what it says. Uh, apparently, it's going to be built in a Gundam factory. I didn't realize that that was a thing. Japan has Gundam factories? Question mark. Like what? Uh, it's going to be built uh, Yokohama and it's a 9000 square meter facility. It's set to open at the Yamashita Pier um, for public viewing October 1st. Uh, with the tickets are going to be going on sale in July. So, hey, if you're going to Japan, you want to go see a real life Gundam. Now's your chance for October. Go buy your tickets. Go do it. Um, Gundam is actually one of my favorite anime series because I've been watching Gundam forever. And I got really into the the uh, the mobile, the, the, the little models and stuff like that like really into it like i used to have like a whole like bookshelf full of those things i actually, I actually never seen a uh, gundam yeah, yeah. Is, 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 is that a bad thing or is that like it, a- it's it, it was really one of the the mainstays of like like gundam wing in the 90s and like like late like mid late 90s and early 2000s was like a really big thing okay. like it was right up there with like dragon ball because it was like everywhere now, um, I know we all grew up in different parts. It's a little uh, side side question here for you guys. Did you guys used to have like all the crazy anime shirts and stuff like that? Was that a thing for you guys back in like the late 90s, early 2000s? Like everybody was wearing like those button up anime shirts. No, not for me, man. I never really got to, you know, I'm a bigger dude and finding big man clothes is fucking hard. But yeah, I never got to actually have like a t-shirt like that or a shirt like that until I got a little bit older and I knew where to look. Yeah. No, but did, but was that like a trend in like, cause that was a trend for, uh, for me. Like it was like, cause I, I graduated high school in 2001. So like from like 98 till I graduated, it was kind of like a trend. And then after that, then the whole stupid, uh, throwback jerseys became a thing. And then, then it was like the big oversized freaking t-shirts and all that stuff. And, yeah, so it was just like, I remember those anime shirts, and I remember some of them having, like, Gundam, some of them were, like, Dragon Ball, and then some were just, like, regular, like, generic-ass anime-looking things. It was just, like, anime girls and anime guys, like, samurais and shit on t-shirts and, you know, shirts and stuff. What about you, Well, Did you did you get to experience that kind of cultural thing, like, that shift in the late 90s? Um, where anime was, like, everywhere? I remember going to stores back in the day with my mom and stuff and i'll see like a lot of anime but i really didn't know what it was because i think i started watching anime i don't know when i was like maybe seven eight like whenever dragon ball z was on like toonami and stuff like that like like the the, the four o'clock time slot whatever yeah. um i yeah like i said i remember seeing stuff but i just never like you know like watched them and then um, as I got older, I started watching more and stuff like that. But, um, 
also like what Juggy said, like I'm I'm a big guy, so like even if I wanted even if I was watching anime, it was hard for me to find a good size anyway. Oh actually no. No. I was on real quick on some real shit. I was really, really, really skinny when I was a kid. But um but yeah, I just never like I just never watched anime, so I never bothered to get a shirt. All right. So, I mean, but that was that was actually a kind of cool little bit of, you know, something like, hey, they're recognizing an anime thing in Japan. You know, not like, you know, there's not enough, you know, other anime things, but for it to be Gundam, it was kind of like, hey, that kind of stands out because that thing's freaking huge and it's supposed to be able to move and stuff like that's crazy. Oh, right. man. First of all, we're also getting a we're getting Goku in the Olympics. Come on. How awesome is that? I mean, I would I would hope Goku would be in the Olympics. You know what I mean? Because, uh. Oh, did you see that? Um, side note, uh, speaking of anime and the Olympics and stuff, did you see that they're trying to get uh, Hatsune Miku to do the opening ceremonies? Oh, no. my God. Really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was like, how is that going to work? Is she, like he's going to put her on a screen like. And this bitch needs to die. <laughs> Why? You don't like Hatsune Miku? Oh, my God. I'm so fucking tired of seeing her. Like I was watching something the other day. These guy, like this guy, he got sent. Um, like some of his fans, he got sent a uh, a pedal for like a guitar thing. It was like a guitar synth, and every pluck he did of the drum uh, of his uh, his guitar, it came out for like a sound effect of her, and it was fucking horrifying. Oh God! Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, he was playing. There, he was playing CS:GO, and all of a sudden, like. Everybody started freaking out. He's like, he summoned the demon. He summoned the demon. God's angry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But no, but uh, remember when they made Pikachu like the ambassador for whatever uh, in Japan not too long ago and stuff like that? Like, I don't know. It's, it's crazy how something that was once regarded as kind of like niche or, you know, kind of like the, the wayward kind of thing. Like, if you like the anime, you know. Like, I used to have to go for anime. I used to have to go to, like, Suncoast video or whatever and go to the back and they had an anime section. And then, you know, then they had the sexy anime, you know, with the hentai and shit on the other side behind a wall, you know, through a curtain. You got to go, you know, trek up a mountain fucking trip to fucking drop the ring and fucking Lord of the Rings and shit kind of thing. Like, you had to go all the way around Twisted Turns and then the hentai, hentai section was back there. Only reason I know is because I remember my buddy. He's like, yo, you got to come back here. And it was a trip, like from the front of the store all the way to the back where the hentai was. Like, dude, it was a trip. Like, yo, dude, I feel like I should have some hobbits and a fucking wizard with me, like right now. Like, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck. But no, um, don't lie. That was the highlight of your trip every time. No, it was because it was just like no. And then he was like into it. Like we've talked about it a little bit briefly, but uh, no, he was into some weird back, shit though, dude. Backpedal like a motherfucker. No, I see how I was, you are, dude. I'm not. I'm not, not like hentai. Really does like nothing for me. I know people appreciate it, and if that's their thing, hey, go for it. You know what I mean? But it's like. Like, I, 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 I enjoy I enjoy a good pair of anime titties, but you know, you know like, I, I, I appreciate it, you know, because the art on them is still really, really good, you know, especially well, yeah. in the anime style. But it's not like I'm like I'm not like oh yeah, you know what I mean? Like now, if you like that and that's your thing, hey, go for it. You know what I mean? Like everybody do do you do you? You know what I mean? As long as you're not hurting nobody or doing nothing, you know, to fuck anybody up or scar anybody for life, you know, or doing some illegal shit, hey, go for it. But uh, what if what if what if we were looking at Hatsune Miku's titties? 
uh that i don't really care about hatsune miku really that much so yeah but what if she was like what if she, you know with the opening of the olympics and then like she blew up and then all of a sudden like titties are everywhere dude that, that would be they would be all pixelated because you know how japan is about fucking nudity no 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 uh, just just the lower half they only they only he's block like, they out only, the lower half like, they only block out the lower i see juggies juggies like the the professor of anime titties <laughs> <laughs> Well, I do have a I have a group chat called Anime Titty. <laughs> oh God, Hunter's in it. Yeah. Oh man. So, uh, a little bit more on the entertainment um, front here. Moving on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Disney re- recently rebranded their Fox properties. So the now infamous Disney Fox merger that took place last year in 2019 um, still has the entertainment business kind of wondering what the fuck and why. Um, just because Disney is slowly becoming like this crazy force in entertainment and I don't think they're ever going to stop it. And you would think that they wouldn't let them get this big, but the fucking antitrust and the, and the SEC and all that shit, they're just like, fuck it. They're like, eh, whatever, it's Disney. Um, So Disney will be dropping the Fox name from all 20th Century Fox properties. Um, So that means no more 20th Century Fox. Um, no more 20th Century Fox Television. Fox Searchlight Pictures will now just be, you know, uh, Searchlight Pictures. And Fox 21 Television Studios um, are all getting the name drop. They're just like, yep, nope. It's gone. It's done. It's over. You done gave us the power. Nope. You know, not happening. So it's, it's weird, um, especially since Fox has always been like, one of the brands that's always been out there, like, you know, Fox, like 20th Century Fox and, you know, Fox they, Pictures. They've always, and then, they've always been a juggernaut. Yeah. And yeah. then for, for Disney to buy them out and then now they're just not. They, they, basically, it's going to be like a relic of, you know, years past. Like, it's going to be like the ancient TV relics. You know what I mean? When we go talk about different different parts of history, it's just going to be. I just not going to exist. The, what anymore. was there before Disney? Oh, hold on, let me tell you, young one. <laughs> there was CBS, there was NBC, but now Disney owns and Fox, and then now Disney owns everything. <laughs> Basically, is what it's going to turn yeah, into. Yeah, Disney TV. owns fucking ABC and fucking and Fox. So I mean, they're going to go ahead. They're going to spread the little tendrils out and buy everything up. Buy CBS and fucking NBC, and then that's it. That's it for the big like broadcast stations. Basic you know, somewhere, channels. somewhere, somehow, Disney has their their like secret partners or whatever. Or they have shares or whatever in those companies, probably just enough oh. to keep themselves interested, but not enough to rise suspicion. You know, I don't know where I'm gonna get like these secret agents and like fucking Mickey Mouse hats. Fucking here, I'm knocking at my door, like, sir, you were putting things on the internet. I'm like, I haven't even put it on the internet yet. He's like, well, you're you were going to put things on the internet, and it's like, but it's the internet. Nobody cares. Like, I'm, st- I'm still waiting on them to go ahead and purchase fucking NBC so the cast of The Office can be can become Disney princesses. <laughs> <laughs> Pam and Jim have to have Dwight as a, as a Disney princess. Come Excuse on, me. you know you want it. Oh, it's good. That made me laugh so hard, Dougie. I had to cough. What the hell? <laughs> oh man, I saw something the other day that rings true. You know, not to go off topic, but um, it was uh, yo man. Fucking retirement homes in 34 years are just going to be a bunch of people playing Smash Brothers with the office on the background on loop. I was like, 
yo, I want to be there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the retirement. Yeah, I saw that the retirement home. Dougie, I want to be there, man. Dougie gonna be sitting at home like Pam and Jim. Oh god, dang it! But um, one thing to take note of is that uh, the only thing that Disney did not get out of the Fox merger was the rights to and Fox News. So the rights to and the the ownership of Fox News. Um, and speculation said that a lot of that was because of their, their hardcore stance on politics and their stance on the world and world events and, you know, all that, that Disney didn't want to be associated with that very aggressive branding. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So, but, you know, now, uh, basically, if you look at it, all the all the female casts of Star Wars, Aliens, Die Hard, Planet of the Apes, and the Rocky Horror Picture Show are all Disney princesses now because they're all owned by Disney now. Yes, yes. Dr. Frankenfurter is a Disney princess, finally! <laughs> <laughs> because they're all owned by Disney now because of the merger. So, yeah, that's that's fun, right? Oh, man, that's that's crazy. It's, it's one of those things where it's just like... It, it, it's crazy just to think, like, how much has changed in media and entertainment and just everything. Like how long do you think before Disney starts going into other things like freaking they're already in TV and movies. How long do you think before they start going at games again? Cause you know, they're already working on, you know, reworking the star Wars licenses and stuff like that. Cause unfortunately, even though star Wars fall Jedi fallen order did well, I have a feeling that eventually they're going to be pulling that from EA once that deal's done. Yeah, I really, I just hope they don't give us another fucking Disney Infinity. The Disney Infinity was actually a lot of fun. Like, I got into that with the kids, and it was a lot of fun. It just... Yeah, but I don't want a bunch of fucking little figurines just hanging around my fucking house that I, you know, are like game fucking, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, I mean, I still have that, you know, that little cart that's by the TV stand. That's still full of them. That and an, an Amiibo. Like, I got into the Amiibo thing only for the Smash ones, and I still don't have them all because... They're hard to come by, and they limited run. Well, they limited random, and well, they keep fucking pumping them out, man. I mean, but then you don't even really need the action figures. I mean, you could just go online and buy the cards. Yeah, that's true, because they they are going the card route because I guess the the figures are getting expensive to produce or whatever. Oh, they're the, getting insanely the fucking. In, they're getting insanely fucking high. I mean, wasn't there an amiibo that was a fucking cereal box? Yeah, there was the Mario. There was the Mario. Uh, the, the Mario cereal. cereal yep. That yep. was an amiibo. I still have the box. Uh, it's Jesus packed Christ. away. Because the cereal <clears throat> sucked. Just, just gonna put that out there. It the cereal sucked. Tasted like shit. It, was, I don't, I don't, it sucked. I don't care what the cereal was like, man. I had fucking Captain Crunch this morning. I gave, yeah. I gave it to the kids, and the kids, even not even the kids that eat it. And, you know, kids that eat almost anything. So that's true. Yeah, and the kids were just like, you know, I fuck the cereal. They're like, Dad, the, the cereal sucks, and I was like, I don't blame you. And they're like, Can we throw it away? I'm like, No, you're gonna eat it. They're like, Nope. It literally oh, sat fuck there. That. They literally sat there until it went stale. <laughs> like I think Gabby probably closed the box and left the bag open just so it would go stale, so they didn't have to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, still no, made him eat it. I go, I go, I go. One day, I'm like, Oh, what happened with the Mario cereal? There's still like, you know, like three quarters of a box left. I go to I go to move it and it's like a brick. Oh, <laughs> it's like all stuck together. <laughs> yeah, it was oh. bad. That's nasty. It was bad. Oh man. I hate when they do that, man. Yeah, no. if, if you're gonna have something that go ahead and coincides with your product, man, make it fucking good. 
Don't be cheap. Don't fucking scamp on it, man. Give me the good shit. Yeah, no, those those tie-in things are always seem like they're terrible. Uh, it like upsets any, me. Anytime they have a, a tie-in thing with like a movie or whatever, uh, it's usually like, oh, it's terrible. Yeah. It makes me sad to think about, but. All right. So, I mean, hey, that's a little bit of news here. There's some other things in the news that, you know, we could have touched on, but it's just like trying to keep it a little bit more bite-sized and not so much of a big brick of news, yep. um, you know, all at one time. Um, one thing, uh, guys, there was Doom news that dropped about an hour ago as of the time of this recording. You definitely need to go check that out uh, because I guess the battle damage thing in Doom is going to be a thing. Um, so as you see, as you start wearing out the demons and stuff like that, that means that they're going to be lower on health and they're easier to kill once they're hurt a certain amount, even if their health bar shows different. Um, dude, but the the combat in that looks ridiculous. It's just like blood, guts, brains, freaking pieces, chunks just like everywhere. Oh, man. Like Doom 2016 was like actually one of my one of my favorite like single player games. But man, looks this looks ridiculousness. So, going on, um, we're going to go ahead and uh, there's actually a few new releases this week, like I mentioned. Um, if you're interested in these, uh, definitely go check them out on Google. Um, one of the ones that kind of is a highlight for the week for me, because I didn't realize it was coming already finally, uh, was Warcraft 3 Reforged coming to PC through via Battle.net. Um, so basically, it's Warcraft 3 Remastered. Uh, I was a PC gamer as a kid um, because... Um, I had a Franken rig that I put together out of old spare parts I found in the garbage. Like they used to just throw computers out because nobody cared about recycling or the environment or whatever. So there was this like business office that was like not too far from my grandmother's house. And like every now and then they would have computer like computer towers just chilling out there with the by the dumpsters or whatever. So I'd look at the ones that seemed like they were in pretty good shape. Look at them, you know, take them apart. And eventually I finally got enough parts to build a Franken computer. And it was just like all these weird parts and whatever. And I got it to run. And I remember playing freaking Wolfenstein and the original Doom and all that stuff on it. And Warcraft was one. You know, I've never played a Wolfenstein game. Sadness. You need to play those. Those are fun. Even it's though punch, it's about the, punching the, and killing Nazis, the man. New, uh, the new recent ones. Yeah. Like Wolfenstein New Blood or whatever. Yeah. That shit's old, pretty good. There's Old Blood. There's New Blood. There's uh, the Colossus. And then there was Young Blood. Colossus. Well... Not no, uh, Young Blood was the DLC, right? Young Blood was a standalone. It wasn't. It was. It wasn't even DLC. It was just like a standalone title. And then like Colossus was the one before, right? Yep. The okay. Colossus. Yeah. I, yeah. I played. I played like the before it was on Game Pass, before, like when they had that demo. I played it, and I'm like, man, I really want to play this game. I, I almost bought it, and then I just did it because like I knew I wouldn't have time to play it, but it is so good like so it's far good, it was so and good you get to shoot nazis in the face like that that that's the one part i can't if you've ever been like man those nazis suck i want to shoot them in the face there's your chance <laughs> there's your chance oh man um then we have journey to the savage planet that's coming to xbox and pc uh kentucky route zero tv edition is coming to ps4 xbox one and switch not sure what that what that entailed. I remember Kentucky Route Zero, but I don't know what the TV edition is. Um, and then Pillars of Eternity Two, which is actually a very Diablo like uh, game, uh, the expansion for Deadfire is coming to PS4 and Xbox One on the twenty eighth this upcoming Tuesday. Um, 
And then on Thursday, there's Through the Darkest of Times coming to PC. Um, the PC titles are kind of like whatever sometimes because it's like sometimes it's a big name, kind of like Warcraft. And then sometimes it's like Through the Darkest of Times, which is actually a cool name. But it's like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, it's a Nazi game. It what is? is a strategy game that allows you to play as a resistance group in the Third Reich Berlin. Um, covers the entire time for Hitler's seizure of power in 1933 to Germany's unconditional surrender in 1945. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So, uh, speaking of Nazis, there you go. So, uh, we'll go ahead and start with Will because it's probably going to be one of the pillars of the shit because he was already sharing clips yesterday with us and I was like, God damn it. Um, what have you been playing, watching, listening to, reading, um, etc.? So we all know Smite is the you know is the game that I always play. But um, I've been playing Smite. Um, honestly, I just been playing. I beat it on the three sixty when the remastered came out. I played it for a little bit and I never beat it. But I'm replaying it again. Tales of uh, Vesperia remastered. Yeah. Um, I love I love the Tear series, and I can't wait for Tales of Arise. But I just been playing that. Um, I did a little stream uh about a week ago. Played a little bit of Call of Duty that I haven't played that I hate playing because I hate Call of Duty. I played a little bit Apex because um I haven't played Apex in a while, and um that's really about it. And I'm just waiting for this damn Kingdom Hearts DLC that is happening on Thursday. Of yeah, this this, this week, week as a, yeah as of the recording, recording yes. So yeah. by the time this is out, it will be out already. But man, I can't I cannot wait I I cannot wait. But um, Smite as you guys saw my pentakill thing uh yesterday, and um that's really about it. What about you guys? And then freaking Will debuting his alter ego El Limpiador. <laughs> yes, El Limpiador, aka the cleaner. Yes. Okay, Mr. Lucha Libre. I'm going to start calling you Mr. Mr. Lucha Libre. That's fine with me. Mm. That is Mucha fine with Lucha. You can't tell me he didn't no. look like the main character from Mucha Lucha. I did out of nowhere freaking. <laughs> Ahí viene el limpiarón a la hora de la lucha libre. Freaking Will gets his theme song going, and it's going to be some mariachi music and on, shit. Um, <laughs> on a side note, the reason why I put myself El Limpiador, because it's a play on a wrestler who's actually Kenny Omega, who's a wrestler. His nickname, one of his nicknames is The Cleaner. So I didn't want to put The Cleaner because I, I, I know he wouldn't do anything. But like just in case if I get like, you know, like copywritten or whatever like that. So I was like, you know what? Let me just do this. Motherfucker, you know, you stole somebody's Lucha Libre name out of Mexico and shit. They're probably like this <laughs> motherfucker. <here."> no. <laughs> my, one of my friends posted on on, uh, on the, my picture. And he said, I look like freaking um, Ultimo Dragon. I was like, holy <laughs> shit, I do. Because that mask looks like Ultimo Dragon. I was like, this motherfucker. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. <laughs> Oh man, you know, you know, it's not technically, it's technically not pronounced Ultimo, it's technically Ultimo, which means yeah. last dragon. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, but freaking Will and the freaking Lucha Libre shit. God damn it. Like, I saw that shit, and I wanted to roast you so hard, but I was laughing too hard to even. You should have. I, I th- forgot about it. I was just like, I forgot about that until. My throat was like, hurting. Yeah, my stream with the Call of Duty in there. I'm like, hey, that's the Lucha Libre stream when he had the freaking mask on. <laughs> yeah, my, my throat was hurting because I, I was talking like this some of the time. And I was like, I, I couldn't do it anymore because it was hurting my throat. Was like, you were doing a fucking Batman voice, bro? Yeah, dude, he was doing it. It was, it was, like, it was a Batman, Batman slash Hulk Hogan voice-ish. No, he was a child. Basically, I was like, I was like, I was like, what you gonna do? Let me tell you something, guys. Like, I was like, oh. No, dude, dude. I, I, was like, I was like, I can't do it anymore. My voice was killing me. Like, where is she? It's like, where are the drugs? Where are they? Where is she? <laughs> okay, so uh, and on that side note, little side note and a side note, people ask me like, hey, why don't you do a pirate voice? For that very reason right there. Because I would have to do like a gruff like pirate voice. (coughs) And my my I wouldn't be able to hold like I would be able to do it, but then I'd be dead for like three days after my vocal cords and my throat would be dying. Like Ah dude. I'm lucky then, man. I'm able to hold a sick voice pretty good, man. I get out of work sometimes because of it. Juggy's like I'm dying. I'm so sorry. No, it's not even that, man. I just go ahead and I kick it in, and then all of a sudden I could sound like this, and then I just can't carry on the conversation all day. So, so now I have to watch you for that because Judging could be trying to work his way out of shit, like wanting to do stuff, and he'd be like, "Oh man, I'm sick." Like Judging, no, wait, are no, you no. sick, sick, or are you like legit fucking with me right now? Now you know that's going to become a thing. Now that I know your secret. It's no, no. Like-, <laughs> like if I'm, I'm if I'm legitimately sick, you'll know. Oh, but Judging was dying most for like of the a time, week and a half. Not too oh, long yeah. ago. <laughs> most of the time, like I could go ahead and I can just change the inflection inflections of my voice and shit like that. But it's not really anything groundbreaking. I don't go ahead and like say I want to get out of work on a Monday. And I'm just, I'm not feeling it. Like, I'll go ahead, I'll feign it, like, in the beginning of the day. And then I'll just carry it on. He's like, I'll carry it on all day, every day. Until I'll, I yeah, I'll carry it on. And then, like, lunchtime, we're all around and be like, yo, man, I'm going to go. I'm not feeling great. And they're like, all right, well, you did pretty good today. You held on. And I'm like, yeah, man, you know. <laughs> try, try to hold Joking on for, you know, as much secrets. time as I could. One of his bosses or, like, one of his friends is going to listen like that. And they ain't going to listen to this shit. That motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, my oh, my man. my voice hurt after that, but I'm 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 still gonna be. That's like my alter ego. Like he said, alter ego. So he'll be popping up on stream, but I won't be. De- depending on how I'm feeling, I won't be doing the voice that much because that fucking hurts so much. Like yeah, no, next, no, no. next you gotta go ahead it. and get you a mask so you can be like the flea from Mucha Lucha. No, <laughs> I am the flea. <laughs> <doing that. laughs> Stephanie says, <laughs> "Oh man, no! You gotta talk in the third. You gotta talk in third person and be like El Limpiador dice. You gotta, you gotta talk. Uh, you gotta talk. In, you gotta talk in the third person. And be like El the Limpiador. only thing is, like, I'm not speaking Spanish, but I will speak in third person though. Yeah, you gotta. Well, so. I mean, you gotta learn a little Spanish. You can't be El Limpiador and be like, yo, motherfucker, you speak Spanish. Um, no. there's a wrestler <laughs> who's his his like one of his alter egos was El Generico." And he he's far from Spanish. Yeah, no, but I'm talking about like I'm just talking about like, but you you technically are, aren't you? Like, yeah, yeah, part, so yeah. So there you yeah, go. Yeah, so Puerto Rican, but I don't speak Spanish. Yeah, leave I me know. alone. 
It hurts when I have to say it. <laughs> I don't speak any Spanish. Like, what kind of what kind of person are you? You don't speak any Spanish. Like that always like, and I guess it's different for me because I grew up where Spanish was my first language, and I learned English. You know, I I learned English later. So I guess that's that's probably why it's a little bit harder for me to fathom. But then again, you look at me versus like my younger brother and my younger sister. They understand Spanish, but they don't speak it very well. Where I don't like that's why I, I remember asking my mom one day. I was like, why were you guys so hard on me for to me to, me to make sure like to, that I learned how to speak, you know, the, the native language. But when it came to them, you're just like, whatever. Yo, exactly. Fucking exactly, bro. Fuck, like they were hard. They off. were hard on me, like really hard. Like, but I, I grew up and, you know, but I was the oldest and then my brother's a couple years younger than me. And then, you know, but, um, you know, I guess I was just, it was just like a different time or they just decided the raise be different. Or I know, I remember my grandfather was like really tough on me to make sure that I spoke Spanish because, um, what's funny is, is that my younger, my younger uncles, they don't really speak Spanish either on my mom's side because I was closer to my mom's side than my dad they don't really speak Spanish. They understand it. And they kind of like half-ass speak it. Like it's really bad. Like, you know, picture like an American person trying, like they learn that they start learning the language and it sounds kind of off. Yeah. It sounds like that. And I'm just like, how, <laughs> you know, um, I guess, but I guess I could be kind of being the hypocrite. Cause as much as I try to incorporate Spanish into my household with my kids, it's kind of hard because I'm the only Spanish speaker. Um, I guess it's a little easier if you have more people like a family or, you know, support system that speaks Spanish. But side note, side note of the side note, um, kind of moving on, I guess, because we kind of talked about that fucking with that juggy. What have you been playing, reading, watching, listening like uh, been playing a lot of Monster Hunter lately, but. I don't know, man. I'm kind of in this like weird funk, you know. It's I don't know, like there's there's like a disconnect, and it's it's almost like too much social interaction or some shit. Like sometimes I just want to like chill out and watch TV or like I've been watching a lot of anime. I got finally got caught up on uh, My Hero Academia and uh, fucking Food Wars and a whole bunch of other shit. But I don't know. It's just—it's almost like a weird, like decompression thing for me. Yeah, which is nice. Yeah, because I like I get to get away and you know I don't get worn out like being able to talk and chill with my friends and shit. But yeah, yeah I've been been doing a lot of that and uh, got my got a new chair yesterday, which is nice. I put nice. that put that fucker together. Uh dude, this thing is comfy as shit. Juggy nice comes big, back. <laughs> he's like, "Hey, I'll be back," and then he comes back and like, "Juggy, you are." He goes, "Yeah." And he seems like he's kind of like exasperated, like kind of like oh, a little breathy or whatever. I'm like, you all right? He's like, man, I just fucking put my chair together. I was like, was that with some work? He's just like, yeah, hey, it's together now. <laughs> right. It's together. Yeah, oh, my fat ass is sitting in it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but no, no. Like uh, fucking hashtag Husky office. Hashtag Husky office. Yeah. For all Not your, sponsored. Wow. Well, no, we need we need to talk to them. Be like, hey, uh, we also big dudes. Give us a sponsorship. We'll, we'll pimp your shit out. Like. Let's do it. <laughs> give I'll, give me the good chair, man. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm seriously. I'm gonna go look for them on Twitter, and I'm gonna tweet at them. <laughs> I, I will tweet at them. I I am not kidding. You think I'm playing? I will tweet no at them. Shame. Nope. No shame. No no hashtag shame. no shame. Nope. Hashtag no shame. Hashtag sellout. Hashtag pay me. <laughs> Dude, this this was a fucking a solid chair. 
And like when I when I was taking it out, I was like, damn, this thing's like pretty easy to put together and shit. And it's like nice reinforced fucking steel and shit. I was like, damn, this is a fat boy chair. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, that. This, the, this the fat boy of the fat boy chair. He's like, yo. Dude, this is like command central right now, man. I'm like fucking <laughs> ass is nice and soft. It's just like like nice now, and mushy. Oh. You had the same chair that I had. What were you sitting on since you like yeeted the spare parts of your chair to me? <laughs> uh, I was sitting on... um. A chair from the kitchen uh, like I, I brought that fucker into my bedroom but then like long hours of gameplay my ass would start to fall asleep <laughs> Damn. So he's like, i can't feel my ass <laughs> no nah, man so then i said fuck this shit and then i would like i moved i'd move it out of the way and sit on the edge of my bed but still though man it's just like god damn need a new chair yeah worked it into the budget and i'm like yep new chair's coming yeah and then so so I think it's a little bit different, the opposite for me, Juggy, the last couple weeks or whatever, because I've been really busy with the kids and, you know, taking care of Ryan and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Like I haven't had as much social interaction. So I've been trying to like try and find time to jump in and hang out with you guys more and, you know, kind of play games and the whatnot. Um, but I like I said, I, I've been reading like when I can't sleep, like the, the last couple of nights when I haven't been able to really sleep, I have uh, an app on my phone or whatever. And I've been rereading the Witcher rich with the Witcher books that kind of got yeah. rekindled with the Witcher TV series. Uh-huh. Um, catching up on the crisis stuff um, on the CW with the Arrowverse stuff. Um, what else? Oh, I watched the magicians, the season that was on Netflix that I didn't catch. And then now I'm just like kind of in this weird funk where I've been watching the Simpsons a lot because the Simpsons is like my favorite and like rewatching like old shows. Um, of the season, I think I'm on like season seven now. And then, as far as playing, I've been kind of jumping around games. Like I played some Monster Hunter with you, Greg and Shin, the other day, and trying to catch up. Uh, I played some GTA yesterday and some COD and Overwatch. So I've been kind of hopping around. Um, but then um, I've been listening to some more like podcast and music and stuff lately. Like Eminem just dropped a new album. Um, and so did Mac Miller. They dropped the new album for him and, you know, it's actually pretty, it's actually a pretty solid album. Eminem's album is kind of like hit and miss depending on the songs for me anyway. Um, but yeah, it's just been kind of like that, um, that kind of thing and just getting there. And like I said, the, the listening, watching, doing all that fun stuff, you know? So, uh, uh, real quick, um, forgot. Um, if you guys want to watch like a, like a decent, like, three hour three parter documentary series kind of uh on Netflix. I've been watching um The Mind of Aaron Hernandez, the ex um Patriot who killed who I think who murdered two people and then committed suicide in jail. It's really like it's gonna be fucked up the way I say it, but it's really cool to see like what happened or like how it happened and stuff like that. Now that but you're mentioning that, did you see? Up. Did you see that his lawyer was saying that the Netflix documentary producers lied to him, and that the there the, like there's bits of truth in there, but most of the truth was left on the cutting room floor, meaning that they cut most of the truth just to try to sell the documentary to make it seem like really? crazier or bigger. Yeah, go, go check I did it out not on see Twitter. That. It was on Twitter. I saw that on Twitter, um, where he was saying that um, that a lot of the truth of what happened. 
And, you know, while he wasn't perfect, um, that a lot of the truth and the kind of person that he was and everything was left on the cutting room floor because they wanted to kind of sell the, you know, the mm. demented, twisted, whatever, you know, version of Aaron Hernandez or whatever. So, yeah, definitely go check it out. If you're if that's your thing, check it out. Um, look into it a little bit more, um, because, you know, as we tend to find with, you know, media and stuff like that, sometimes, especially documentaries, they tend to sensationalize things a little bit. Like try and make it bigger than what some things were. And then the more important stuff, they kind of like numb it down. So that way it, it's not too like prevalent to everything. Um, at least in my experience, you know, everybody's a little different. Everybody perceives stuff differently. So, but that's what I've kind of noticed with different things. So, so now guys, it's, it's time for topics. It's time for the topic. I know we're getting to it a little late again. I was like, Hey, I cut the news short so we can do things. And then we end up talking about a lot of other stuff for whatever reason. Every, every show that happens, I'm like, Hey, I'm going to try and, you know, we're going to do, we're going to do this. We're going to quick hit and we're going to do things. And then we're going to talk about the topic and give the topic a good, you know, good breath. I mean, if the show ends up a little longer. Hey guys, give us feedback. Definitely. Um, I'd like feedback about the length of the show. If it's too long or if it's too short or if there's things you want us to talk about, things you don't want to talk about, or, you know, you know, that kind of thing, because we try to incorporate a lot of different things into one, like roughly an hour, I guess. And, you know, we just want to provide entertainment. We want to pro provide information and we would just want to have fun, too, because I like having fun and just sitting here talking with you guys and discussing things and enjoying and all that. So. Um, so our, our topic of the show, like I mentioned earlier, um, makes us happy, sad and kind of upset and all at the same time is game delays, because we've got hit with the beginning of 2020. We're three weeks in and we've already gotten a bunch of delays already. And these are big games, too. You know, not even going to not even going to lie. These are big games. You know what I mean? It's like we've seen Cyberpunk 2020 get delayed. We've seen the Avengers game by Square Enix get delayed. Final Fantasy VII Remake got delayed. Um, then we saw Iron Man VR get delayed and then now Dying Light 2. So some of these have been delayed you know, just a few months, like Iron Man got delayed, you know, three months. Um, you know, we saw uh, Final Fantasy get delayed, what, about a month? Yeah. And then we saw Cyberpunk get delayed like six months. You know, and then um, and then the same thing with Avengers. Avengers got delayed about five months uh, or four months or so. So delays kind of suck. Though. It's it's going to be wild, though, especially with Cyberpunk, because they pushed the game back six months. They The game is ready. The game is playable. But could you imagine what they probably already have the discs and shit printed out already and they're just sitting in the warehouse ready to be shipped. Can you imagine what it's going to be like when we get um that big patch for day one? Well, I think I don't think they had it go gold yet. I think they were still doing the playtesting and they realized like, dude, there's a lot of broken shit. We got to fix this. And surprisingly, I'm actually kind of happy about that because nothing is worse than getting a game. And then you go. And you go to play it and it's broken and then you get a you know huge like 50, 60 gigabyte patch day one. And then it's still fucking broken. Or then, you know, then there's like game breaking glitches 
or, you know, broken saves or, you know, whatever the case may be that we've seen here recently. So, I mean, it's been a good thing for that kind of thing, because it's like, hey, they're they're taking notice that the game is broken. They need to fix it. They don't feel good with where it is and they want to make it better. It's just kind of sad because, you know, when we're looking at it like 2020, like 2019 was kind of meh. You know what I mean? As far as games go, like there were some good games that came out in 20, uh, 2019. But a lot of the games that we were looking forward to, like, you know, Doom got pushed back, you know, and then we were supposed to get stuff like, you know, we were supposed to look to get Cyberpunk last year, but then they delayed it originally, didn't they? For like March. And then mm. from there, like there were, there were, you know, we got rumors and we had initial like dates and stuff like that when they started giving us stuff like all this cool stuff was coming 2019. And then it's like, oh, it's coming 2020. You know, like E3, when Avengers got announced, they're like, oh, yeah, Avengers. And then blah, blah, blah. And then like, yeah, it's coming May 2020. We're like, what? And then Cyberpunk, when they finally gave us like a concrete date, because it was like all rumored. And they're like, oh, it's 2020. And then, you know, then um, we were waiting for like Dying Light 2. Dying Light 2. Everybody was like, oh, that's mm. coming. You know, that's coming 2019. 2019. Because they kept, that's what they kept saying. Like later 2019. We're not going to we can't give a date later 2019 and then finally at e3 they were like yeah it's coming 2020 and then so it's like oh okay so 2020 is going to be the year with all the games you know especially like early in the year you know with like final fantasy and we got resident evil coming and then dragon ball kakarot just launched and stuff like that and then now now you know a lot of those are getting pushed back and it felt like and then like last of us got pushed up last of us two got pushed back because that was supposed to come out earlier than what it was but then they gave it a delay too so yeah it's supposed to come out next month and now it's like what may something yeah because it was supposed to come out like i think the week before final fantasy 7 was supposed to come out Mm. so i was just like oh that'll give me a week to play last of us and try and finish it up before final fantasy comes out and then they're like delay i was like okay well then that just gives me more time to, you know, just play, you know, Final Fantasy where I don't have to rush or I don't want to, you know, and they're like, nope, delay. Yeah, and that's, then it's that's like, the same delay, thing with delay, uh, delay, delay. That's the same thing with um, Ori and Will of the Wisps that were <laughs> it was supposed to come out. I think. I don't know if it was supposed to come out next well, last year, but I know it got delayed and then it got delayed from February to now March. Yeah. I just don't know if I don't remember if it was supposed to come out last year first, but that was was another game that I was actually like really waiting for too. But man, like it's funny how you had all those games. You had what five games that were coming out in the springtime that man or like March. March was gonna be fucking hectic. March is gonna be hectic. Springtime yep. is gonna be hectic. Now you have delays upon delays and it's 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 crazy and but that that goes to show you that game developers either really care for their game or really care for their game <laughs> you know what i mean so it's just yeah. it, it's crazy yeah no and it's just like it's just crazy that that's where we are right now because i mean we're technically at the end of the life cycle of the you know ps4 and xbox one um you know of course you know you know um switch is kind of doing their thing but there's rumors of a new switch pro coming um 
you know the other game that we 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 that was supposed to come out 2019 that got that got delayed that's coming in march is the animal crossing new horizons that was supposed to be a 2019 release and they were like yeah 2019 2019 and kept saying 2019 and then eventually they're like hey at a nintendo direct they're like yeah march 2020 here we go yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i remember that and then um another game that was supposed to come la- that was supposed to come this year um was watchdogs legion oh oh, 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 oh. That hurt. Dying Lake 2 and Watch Dogs Legion really hurt my heart. Like, I'm all excited for Final Fantasy, but those two games hurt because. Yeah. uh, I mean, mean, and then, like we mentioned, Doom earlier. Doom Eternal was supposed to come out end of November last year, and they're like, yeah, "Yeah, we're pushing back. And, and that, like, no, I, I know that wouldn't care. I mean, like, wouldn't matter, but, like, that was supposed to day and date, I believe, with Stadia 2. Yeah. It was supposed to come day and date with Stadia when Stadia launched and it got pushed back. Yeah. Um, the other thing, the other thing, another game that I was kind of interested in was that Skull and Bones game, which was supposed to was, was supposed to come, um, which was supposed to come and they had a demo that was play in a beta that was playable back in 2017. And then it was like slated for 2018. And now here we are almost two years later from E3. Was that the like Ubisoft the one? Yeah, the Ubisoft like pirate game. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. You know, and then we and then um that Rainbow Six quarantine was supposed to be a thing. Um and that's slated for later in the year. Remember we saw think, the we saw the trailer for that. Yeah, I think all all of the uh Ubisoft a games lot of got the delayed. Ubisoft games got delayed, yeah. A lot of them. Um just Gods because, and Monsters like, was supposed to come on February, but yep. it I don't know when it's coming out. I don't actually I don't think there is any time for watch logs or uh Gods and Monsters as well. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, and that comes with like the hype train of like the 2020 releases, um, like like, yeah, Last of Us was February 21st and it got pushed back to May 29th. However, I'd like to mention for Naughty Dog, that tends to be the thing that they've been doing lately. Um, and by lately, I mean, their last couple of releases kind of saw that um, actually even going back to the original Last of Us, like you mentioned earlier. That got a delay because that was supposed to come out like April, I think. And then it came out in like May or June, something like that. And then uh, Uncharted 4, we saw had a delay. And then, uh, you know, and then, um, you know, now Last of Us 2 has a delay. And it's just like, it just it just seems like it's weird because I remember like the marketing and everything like that for those games. And then it's just been kind of pushback after pushback. Now, the thing is, is like. For example, I, I really find it weird that, you know, Final Fantasy VII Remake Part 1 has been in development since 2015. And we're just now getting it in 2020, and then they're like, oh, yeah, it's just about ready, but we're going to delay it to give it some more polish. And it's just like, damn. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what kind of experience I, It's is funny because, like, people were speculating that the reason why... it Well, well people were speculating... The reason why um, Cyberpunk got delayed further back was to give time for uh, for um, Final Fantasy VII. I doubt that. No, but it, 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 I, it, I really it's just funny hearing speculations. It's, uh, the people speculate all the time. It's not like game companies are collaborating and they're like, "Hey, you delay your game, we delay ours." You know, hey, so I'm going to call this company. Them. Hey, yeah. uh, when are you guys delaying your game? Like, hey, okay, Mr. Cool, Ubisoft, more. Uh, <laughs> hey, Mr. Ubisoft, can you delay your game because we want our game to come out first? Or, hey, Mr. Square Enix, can you delay your game because we want our game? Or, hey, you know, yeah, CD Projekt Red, funny. you know, you delay your game, we'll, we'll make it worth your while. Like, there are 
some delays that happen for reasons like that, but not because they collaborate, but more because they want to get out of the way of certain games. Like you see strategy on where some games are certain are placed most of the time. You know, as far as that kind of stuff, you know. But, you know, because it'll be like, oh, this game's coming out in April, like, you know, that kind of thing. Um, you know, where, you know, you'll see certain games, like if it's a busy spring, then you'll see a lot of games move to fall. If you see a lot of games like set for fall, they'll come out in the summer. You know, like like last year, for example, Borderlands 3 has always been a September game. But, you know, they came out like really early September because they wanted to get ahead of all the other games for the year. Um, just because when you have that cluttered like holiday season, which is usually like September till like end of November, early December. It gets really hard because then you're vying for a certain amount of dollars in the market share that may not be available because it's also holiday time. Yeah, people are buying stuff. So that means people are buying less for themselves. And it makes it harder. So people are like picking and choosing. I've seen as like uh, as like a caveat to everything where depending on the games, like I see people like on like especially on Twitter, they'll speculate like, hey, this is a single player game. I'll if it comes out in October, I'll wait for Black Friday to get it because it'll be, you know, 20, 30 dollars cheaper on Black Friday. And that's been proving to be true unless it's like Nintendo. It's been proving to be true. A lot of games are seeing those discounts, especially like holiday time, you know, or like now, like even like, for example, like, you know, like Jedi Fallen Order just came out and it was on sale for like 40 bucks, you know, around the holidays. And now it's on, on sale for 40 bucks after the holidays, you know, which is a $20 savings from its original price point. So it's it's really weird kind of to see. Uh, Juggy, you good, buddy? Yeah. So, I mean, what do you think about all the delays? Like, like. Like, I get, you know, you're probably of the same mindset. I know because we've kind of talked about it. Where it's a good thing because we don't want broken games, but yeah, I'd rather they go ahead. They take the time and the effort to go ahead and like put more quality into the game than instead of like the investors or like whoever's on the sidelines being like, hey, man, we want the game released now. Which is like every Sonic game ever fucking made. <laughs> You're not wrong. Like, release the game now, but it's broken. Every Bethesda yeah. game ever, release the game now, but it's broken. People will still buy it. Yeah, like, people will know. still buy the shit. Ah, if not, we'll just recoup our losses on Skyrim. It'll be amazing. <laughs> For the eighth time ever. Yeah. God damn. <laughs> you know I'm not. You know I'm right. <laughs> It's just, it's ridiculous. I'd rather they go ahead, take the time and the effort to go ahead and release a, a sturdy, quality fucking product that I could go ahead and talk to my friends about and be like, hey man, this game is dope. You remember this shit? Or, you know, instead of having it be fucking buggy and shitty. Speaking of buggy and shitty, we gotta go ahead and we gotta play Borderlands. We gotta, we gotta get back on that train. Yeah. And speaking of being buggy and shitty, we're, we're talking about you, Fallout 76, you piece of shit. Yeah, like there's no shining. Up, there's there's no shining up that fucking turd. There's, there's I really, no shining. I really, yeah, I really wish turd. I could go ahead. I really wish I could go ahead and try to get my money back. But I bought a physical. Can't get it. I mean, it's not like you can even trade it in to like get any money either. You know what I mean? Like that's the no. That's that's why I'll just I'll stay with my collector's edition. I'll do whatever I gotta do. You know <gasps> what? I'll I'll call it as a loss and I'll just I'll ride it. I'll ride it out. 
I mean, we took a couple L's last year. We we took the L with fucking uh, Fallout seventy six. Fucking don't anthem. You anthem. Don't you dare say it. God anthem. damn it. We, t- we took anthem an L. The gaming game. community took an L with Anthem. Anthem is a fucking L, dude. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I know you. I know you. I know you're still enjoying it, but it's a fucking L. It's a major L, dude. Due to the lack of content at launch, and then all of a sudden it was. Uh, like the downgraded fucking gameplay from like what we saw in the videos to what we actually got. You know, everybody was fucking upset. Let's be upset. Oh no, I, I'm and upset then, too, but like it was I thought it was a good game. Despite like, like it, all the shit that's promised. It, 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 it was good. Yeah, it had a lot of promise and it was good for what it was, but still, I mean it's just like why the fuck couldn't they take the extra time and effort, push it back like another six months and give us all this stuff at the beginning? And then their roadmap was a joke because they're like, hey, we're doing all these things. So it's like, oh, OK, they're going to do it. And then I don't know where they're like, yeah, our roadmap means nothing. We're not going to do anything. And rip. it's like, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yeah, we finally got the cataclysm and fucking I think I think it was in June and it was supposed to be in uh, May, March. But yeah. the cataclysm was supposed to yeah. come a month after launch, bro. It was garbage. I mean, their their roadmap was a sen- uh, and them had, like having to abide by it, which was absolute laugh, absolutely laughable. It was almost it's the equivalent of getting a prostate exam with the doctor having both hands on your fucking shoulders. <laughs> like, <Dang. nah>, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh my God! You're yeah, just like, ah, it's ah, funny because ah, it, it literally took right, me like five seconds to realize, wait, what? And I was like, oh my yeah. god! Yeah, it's like, all right, brace yourself. <laughs> yeah, nah, there's no bracing yourself, but you know, dude. So, like, game delays—they suck. Well, they delays on really anything suck. suck. It's just. It's but just I'd like, rather they take the time to go ahead and push it back and then release the product the way it's intended to be, man. I want them to go ahead and do that. Like, if they were to go ahead and say tomorrow, they're like, all right, we're going to push back uh, fucking The Last of Us 2 because we found something really groundbreaking and it's like really game breaking and, you know, we got to go ahead and we have to fix it. And, or like, say, you know, they have like drop frames or whatever bullshit, you know, it's go ahead and do whatever the fuck you have to do release the product the way it's supposed to be release that quality product yeah which i mean naughty dog has been known for but you know if they what if they were to be like hey we found some more broken shit in final fantasy we're delaying it you know indefinitely kind of like dying light did how many people would fucking riot on that i would i got the dicks out collector's edition people would freaking riot because like dying light has been has been in development since like what like 20 2017 i want to say like late 2017 it started um because it was like a surprise hit of like what 2015 or whatever it was like hey what's up and then you know and then you know then it just because it just popped up out of nowhere and it was one of those things that made the january releases like viable again because before we didn't see used to see anything until like march right yeah yeah and then that was like one of the first games in recent memory that was just like, hey, we're doing an end of January release. Here you go. And everybody played it. Everybody loved it. And it was awesome. Except for this guy, because I couldn't play it because it made me want to blow chunks. So not because it sucked. It was just the way the motion handles 
with yeah, the parkour and all that. Yeah, yeah, and, with your vertigo and shit. Yeah, yeah. It was just like it was just like, dude, because I wanted to love it. I saw gameplay of it, and it, the gameplay didn't make me sick. But when I played it on my own, that's when I had control of the camera and shit. That's what made me sick. So it's just been crazy, you know. And then, you know, we still have a bunch of releases, but the thing is, those games that are getting pushed back. So side question. So with the games being pushed back to like September time frame, do you think that that kind of takes some of the thunder out of next gen starting? Do you think that takes some of the wind out of the sails of next gen? I mean, I get that they're backwards compatible and you can play, you know, the games from, you know, PS4 and Xbox one on the series X and the PS5. But do you think that that kind of starts to numb down the, the hype for next gen starting, especially with like the next gen content, like, um, what was it like uh so far we've seen like halo infinite for xbox you know for the xbox um, series x and xbox one and then we saw godfall which is yeah i really want to like, see what godfall is all about dude yeah. that really intrigues me you i know? i don't think it does but on some game on some games it will probably like fuck over fuck them over but you know obviously we all know Cyberpunk is going to do good sale-wise. Um, I know a couple of people saying, oh, they're not going to buy it day one. They're going to wait until they get... It's probably going to get announced for next-gen. Um, but also, it could fuck up sales for Avengers. Because Avengers coming out in May would have been a good time for that. But Avengers coming out... You know, September. a week. Yeah, September, mm-hmm. like what, a week or two weeks before um, Cyberpunk. Uh, yeah, Cyberpunk. And plus, you have the consoles coming out the like two months o- after October, that. October, November, yeah. Yeah, so that's, I don't it, it's going to suck, but I don't, I, I think, I, I still think the hype is going to be on consoles because everyone's going to want the Xbox series x and the ps5 so not everyone because i i i i really don't because there's no there with everything first party of microsoft's coming to pc there's legitimately no reason for me to own an xbox series x at all just like there was no reason for me to own an xbox one this gen at all and with my gaming space with me having a ps4 a switch and being able to play xbox first party games on pc there's legitimately no reason for me to even look at Xbox's way other than use the software they have for PC and probably Ultimate Game Pass. Like legit, there's no re- like and then and then the Microsoft saying that there's like um I know we're going on a, we're going off topic and off on a tangent. But for Microsoft to say, "Hey, for the first couple years there are no Xbox Series X games." No, no exclusives that are only playable in Xbox series. I get what they're doing, but that doesn't scream, hey, go out and buy our new con- our new five, six hundred dollar console day one, because if I can mm. play it on the Xbox one S or X that I already have or on PC like I do, there's no reason for me to go buy a new box. Yeah, they're just lining themselves up to go ahead and take a hit. There's no reason. And, and, and as much as I want, I thought Microsoft was like, hey, we're going to change up what we did this last generation. It kind of seems like they're just cementing it even more. And they're like, well, we're going to die on this hill. Let's do it. Because Halo Infinite's going to be playable on everything back to the Xbox One, the original. The, the fat boy. 
But the thing is, is like it's not that's not going to be the optimal place to play it. The optimal place to play it will probably be the Series X. But the thing is, is if I just want to play the game and experience the story, I don't need to go drop another five, six hundred dollars on another box when I can or when I already have something that can play it. And that's why and that's why I think Microsoft has really while they've killed it with things like, you know, they've killed the game with things like Game Pass and they've done the things with uh, the family stuff like, hey, the family of Xbox and all that. They're shooting themselves in the foot commercially again to start off the next gen as far as hardware. I get that, you know, the game developers and the software makers and everything, they make their money on software, not on hardware. They lose money initially. But by not getting your 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 product in the shared space of gaming. By saying, hey, you can play your stuff on the Xbox you already have. That hurts. And that's why I'm interested to see what PS5 does. Because with them already saying, hey, Godfall is an exclusive, that's already making me look like, hey, if that game's going to be solid enough for, you know, to actually give me a new experience that I can kind of experience and I can't experience it anywhere else. Plus, I can experience all my PS4 stuff if I want, because, you know, launch windows are rough with games sometimes, you know, because usually there's like 10, 15 games that come out. And usually what usually like what, five or six of them are worth playing. Out of that, yeah, you know, 10, 15, 20 games or whatever comes out within a launch window, which yeah. is usually the first six months of a console release. Why not? You know, why? Why? That would make me, you know, if there's like two or three games I want to play that I can't play on PS4 that I can only play on PS5, if they're worth playing, then, yeah, that'll make me look to be like, hey, maybe it's time I buy a new box. You know what I mean? But it's it's I don't I just don't know. I'm I'm and you know what I mean? And then there's the whole con- the whole speculation and we can talk about it another time. What's a tie into the point? The whole thing about kind of the console thing going away um, because they're pretty much they're PCs now. They're just closed environment PCs. It's just you don't have to worry about drivers or bullshit and, you know, fucking compatibility and all this other stuff because everything is done for you. And that's the convenience of why consoles are still a thing. But. I don't know, man. I think on that note, I think we're going to be good. We're going to be wrapping up here, but just uh, delays suck. I'm excited for the next generation of what's happening. There's a lot of games that I want to play this year. I'm hoping I can play this year, but if they keep getting delayed and pushed out or things keep happening, I don't know, man. I don't know where we're going to be because 2020 was supposed to be like the next like 2014 or the next 2011 or the next like 2008 or whatever it is you know, with in terms of the the amount of quality games that are supposed to come out this year. But with them getting pushed back, it's, it's like and new consoles on the horizon. It's going to be interesting to see where it all ends up. It was just supposed to be a big year for shit, man. It looks like it's. Oh, I hope it kind of it, it, it kind of seems through. like it's half cocked, like right now, as of right now, yeah. it just seems like it's it's coming off half, you know, half done and. It's it's interesting to see because, I mean, when you look at the gaming industry as a whole, you see retailers are struggling, you know, like Best Buy is struggling with game stuff, you know, freaking Walmart is struggling with game stuff and GameStop is really struggling with game stuff. And with the new the new generation is supposed to be what's going to give the retail a shot in the arm. But we still can't kind of wrap up the last gen, you know, with with the big titles and the AAA stuff. It's going to be rough. You know what I mean? And and I'm hoping that we can kind of uh, keep everything going, so to speak. You know what I mean? I really hope so. I don't want to go to full digital. Yeah. I mean, Juggy's the old man. He's like, young punks, get off my lawn. 
Goddamn right I am. I'm like, get out, get out of here. But, you know, uh, anything else you guys want to add? And uh, we can wrap it up. No, nah, man, I think we're good to go. It's been uh, it's been definitely good to go ahead and get together with you motherfuckers and just chat and shit. Yeah, I mean, and that's kind of what happens. And, and and I know that sometimes that gets away from us because we, we just like to converse. And it's nice to see different perspectives, too, because kind of Will has his perspective. You have yours. And I know where we're coming from. You know, and where you're coming from, and I can kind of speak to that and kind of bring the information to the table as I'm leading the show and stuff like that, and just kind of be like, hey, and to go off of this that was said, you know, and that kind of thing. Um, but it's just, it's just, I, 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 I like to talk games. I like to talk the entertainment stuff. Uh, I still haven't seen Rise of Skywalker in the theaters, goddammit. <laughs> I'm supposed to go, I'm supposed to go uh, Sunday, uh, but weather was shitty and it just kind of wasn't the day for it you know what i mean so i'm hoping i can catch it before it uh it leaves theaters because i i've i've watched every every star wars experience i think except for like the originals in the theaters no shit so you know so you know the originals and stuff like that i didn't get a chance to catch because i was freaking when star wars came out i wasn't even born yet you know what i mean but you know but but yeah no and i like to watch them in the theater and you know, just kind of talking about the anime stuff and, you know, like Gundam. That was cool. And, you know, just kind of just with the with the everything. It's been a great start to the year. We've had some good topics. We've had some good talks coming, you know, out of E3 last year and kind of steamrolling into everything. It was a hell of a year for gaming last year. And it's this year was supposed to start, but it seems like it's just kind of half tempered. Like, it's just like, eh. But we will definitely see where that takes us. We'll definitely be here covering it for you guys to talk with you. Um, let us know if there's anything that we missed or anything we want you want to talk about. We're definitely always open to hearing feedback on that. Um, but yeah, guys. So I think we're going to call that a show. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Juggy, for being here. Will, you too. Much appreciated as always, gents. Yeah. Yeah. So, so game over for now, guys. This is Ray El Capitan. On the on behalf of the big jug himself, and Will the Jester, aka El Limpiador, aka Mucha Lucha, Mucha, Mucha Lucha, aka Mucha Lucha. Lucha Libre. That'll be I'm all, guys. Him, man. Like one of his one of his streams, you gotta do a shoutcast. Oh no, I, I definitely gotta do that. I gotta <laughs> definitely do that to do, do the Spanish shoutcast thing. Yeah. Yes. Um, do that, but yeah, no. But all right, guys that'll be all keep it nerdy and as always guys rise above that will be all for this week's nerds unknown podcast if you enjoyed the show give us a like on the podcast platform of your choice and share with the nerds in your life to give us feedback to submit questions or topics you can email us nerdsunknownpodcast at gmail.com Please be sure to follow Nerds Unknown on Instagram and Twitter at Nerds Unknown. For gaming adventures of the unknown kind, follow us at twitch.tv forward slash Nerds Unknown. This is El Capitan signing off and reminding you guys to always rise above. Goodbye until next time, and as always, keep it nerdy. Nerds Unknown Podcast out.